Hey, welcome back to Divorce Healthy. All of you beautiful people that are here with us today. We're so excited to have you and I have a wonderful guest with me today and I'm going to be talking to you with Jennifer Butler about conscious uncoupling and a lot of other amazing things that she does in this world of divorce. And really, let's kind of rephrase that a little bit. In this world of post-divorce is a lot and a really big, I think, place where when I think about post-divorce, I think about Jennifer Butler because she, like me, has a huge emphasis on making that next transition in your life an amazing phase of your life and being very focused on that. And I am also, you know, very geared towards that in my practice. And so I'm really pumped that Jennifer is here with me today. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you. Thanks so much for joining us. And you know what? I do want to highlight one thing. You know, Jennifer really helps women. And I'm a woman, and Jennifer is a woman. And we are here together with similar missions, but we're talking today because those efforts combined make an even greater force. And so I want to highlight that because, Jennifer, as you know, women do not always look to other women for advice and support because a lot of how women interact with each other just based on behavior patterns and how they were raised and things like that. But I love that we have very similar missions and we are talking together and I'm actually going to be on your podcast later. Yay! Because when we all put our energy together, it just really helps change the world. So. Jennifer, thank you so much. Tell me about how you view this post phase of divorce and all of the things that you offer for our listeners. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, thank you so much. And I love that you said that whole thing about women helping women because it really is. And that is why I focus on women because I truly believe that when we really come together and support one another, like there's no limits, right? There is absolutely no limits. We are so powerful. And so I really hope to encourage and inspire women to just love on women. So thank you for saying that. So yes. Oh my gosh. I, gosh, after divorce can be epic. It should be epic, right? Like there is no reason for it not to be. And believe me, I I know I, I went through it. I remember like the devastation and feeling like my world was over. Like just, that was it. You know, I was 35 and my life had ended. And I remember how hopeless and just like victimized I felt. And I really didn't see a way out. And for a long time, I kind of stayed stuck in that, right? Like I really had a really hard time finding my way past that. And eventually I did find you know, somebody to end a, a sort of like perspective that allowed me to transcend that place, yes. right? And realize that, look, at the end of the day, we all have to overcome something, right? Like we do. Nobody goes through life without something. Yes. And we grow from it or we die from it, right? Like, so it's, it was like, wow, like what if, instead of divorce being the end of my life, what if it's the biggest opportunity that I have been granted thus far to like step into who I am supposed to be, who I am created to be? And what if it's like the gift of a lifetime for me to finally claim who I am and then be in the world 
in alignment with my mission, right? Like, yes. Wow. You know, and then that's it. Everything changes from there because then it's, it's like, wow, what can I do from this? Right? Like how, how can I show up as a result of this happening? I love that because that is so beautiful. That's the message. You know, you can see it as the biggest light against you or you can see it as the biggest opportunity and it's all about the perspective. If you're standing by the rook hugging it or if you're around the big trees in California just with your arms wrapped around it, you're seeing termites and ants. But if you're above the tree, above the forest, you're seeing all of it from what it is. And it's just such a different perspective and it's just a mindset change. And what about purpose? So purpose gives you that fire. It gives you that meaning. And your purpose should be to find out what your purpose is until you know what your purpose is. You can have a purpose in finding out your purpose. And that also makes you feel good having a vision board. And I love that you said it should be epic. Of course, it's everything in your entire life coming to a head, everything you've ever built, the person that could expose you the most, it's the most vulnerable you'll ever be. It's the greatest opportunity to look in the mirror and change what you see. The greatest opportunity. So I love that. Yeah. You know, I love that you hit on the vulnerability because it is, right? It is like you are just raw and exposed. And I think that piece right there is so important because I think that's the piece that kept me stuck for so long because I was so afraid of that vulnerability. And I like shut down, closed off, guarded myself, protected myself from that raw feeling, right? And when I realized that the way out of anything is to actually allow yourself to walk straight into it, right? Like walk straight into the vulnerability, the fear, the rawness, the emotion, and just open your heart to just be in it and go into it. Yeah, it's it's scary, right? But the sort of the anticipation of it is way worse than the actual Oh my gosh. doing it, like going for it. That like build up and especially when you hype yourself up, you know, like when you're just uh, yeah. creating it to be, it's a mouse and you've created it to be the dragon that Khaleesi's flying on in Game of Thrones, you know? Yeah. And it's like no, it was just you built it up to be that because your your fear is starting to take over. And I love what you said about you're going to go through something. Okay, so we're humans on earth. When did everyone just decide that that meant it was going to be the most peaceful and amazing process (laughs) on this planet and that we were entitled to that? Absolutely entitled to it. Could take it to the bank, cash in on it, get money value for it. No, like what? I don't understand who created that myth because that's a myth. And I tell my clients this, and I think you exactly just spoke on this, and it's so beautiful which is that your children are going to go through something. They're going to go through something. I'm not even going to talk about the more horrific things they could go through than their parents getting divorced. This you have complete control over. In reality, even though you think you don't, you have complete control over your reaction to the divorce. And that completely controls your children's effect of the divorce. Absolutely. It's just that actually easy. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I would say that that is the most important piece because look, whether you have kids or not, but especially if you have kids, the thing that is going to sort of fester inside of you when you're on the other side, the most is how you did it, right? Like how you went through it. 
And if you went through it like just a freaking tirade of toxicity and meanness and lying and manipulation and getting your kids involved, all of that, when you get to the other side, man, the pain and the resentment of yourself and the amount of self-forgiveness that's going to be required for you is going to be another job in and of itself, right? Like, and it's just, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. And the sad thing is, is that in that self-hate, most people will see that as hatred of other people, not even get to the awareness factor that it's actually you being very disappointed in the fact that you allowed yourself to go against everything that you were taught in a process because someone told you maybe that was a good idea or shared their experience with you. And so then you immediately assumed that your experience was going to be just like someone else's story that they told you. Okay, let's just talk about the telephone game. Yeah. Let's just talk about human nature. We know, and this applies twofold in this system, we know that if I say something to you and you say something to Bert and Bert says something to Sally who says something to Fred, it's not going to be the same thing. We 100% know that to be true from grade school. But yet we rely on telling your attorney something, your attorney telling that other attorney something, and that attorney telling your spouse something that you might even live in the same house with. And we assume that that's going to be the actual translation. We also 100% give credibility to when someone tells you their story of the divorce, which is the worst thing that's ever happened to them in the history of their life. They're still explaining it to you as if it's the worst thing that's ever happened to them. It's 10 years later and you take it as if it's gold Yeah, and you apply it. Yeah. Like self-awareness, huge. So huge. And speaking to that, really being very conscious of the people you're surrounding yourself with, right? Because- You don't want the cheerleaders who are like, he's awful, get him, right? Like all of that, right? You want somebody who is standing by your side, a really close group of people who are standing by your side or a coach or whoever that is, who's allowing you to grieve and and allowing you to go through the process. Because of course, it is a process of grief. It's a loss, right? We have to honor that. And as you're doing that, keeping you in the light, right? Keeping you aware that there is going to be light on the other side. There are tons of possibilities that are being manifested right now as we speak. And you can be sad, but having people who are around you going, yes, and game changer, totally shifts everything. What's next? Yeah. And what are you going to do about it? And how are we problem solving it? And how are you getting out of the box? Not dwelling in the box. Yeah. What what ways can we get out of the box? You know, movement forward. Absolutely. I think that is such an important part. And you mentioned coaching and you mentioned, you mentioned conscious. And so we're, we're back to what you provide to like people who are my clients and to people who are going through this and trauma, going through traumatic situations like this. And so talk about how your strategy with conscious uncoupling is not just that also plus and how you apply that to people who are are dealing with situations like this. Absolutely. Yeah. So conscious uncoupling is one of the coaching methods that I am trained in and that I coach my clients in. And I use it with people who are considering divorce, right? Who are just not happy in their relationships and just aren't sure. Women who are going through the divorce, or even like you talked about before, women, it's 10 years later and they're still kind of stuck in that, right? It's still a block to them fully loving and living their lives. So I use Conscious Uncoupling, which was created by Catherine Woodward Thomas, and she mentored me. And I combine that with a few other methods that I've also been trained in, along with my own intuitive 
coaching, health coaching, all of that. And gosh, I have been in this world for a long time. I have done a lot of my own work and I've been in therapy and all of those things. But I got to tell you, conscious uncoupling to me is like the thing that allows you to go through what could be one of the worst things that you will ever deal with in your life. In We're your not whole sure, life. Right. But it could be for you, but one of the worst in your whole life and allows you to go through it in a way that you can stand in honor and integrity. You can level up as you go through it. You can grieve and process in a way that you must be allowed to grieve and process and then come out the other side free to create and live and love and have really just put peace to the past so that your future can be what you create it to be. And so I love, like, it is my absolute favorite kind of, um, clients to work with when I get to work in this method, because for me, it is just so exciting to watch people take their pain and turn it into like power and purpose and all of that. So it's pretty awesome. Leveling up, like what a great terminology to level up, you know, because people assume in an almost cartoonish way that when you're upset that you must be laying in a bed in a pool of tears and that you can't function and that you are useless to society and that that's how you grieve. That's, it is a way that you grieve. It may be part of your process. It may be a day or two, but it's not the rest of your life. It's certainly not longer than a couple of days. And it's definitely not three years. Definitely. It's got to be a little bit more than what are you doing with it? What are you turning it into? And leveling up means that you are saying, I am in a bad place right now, but I can at least recognize that I'm in a bad place right now. And just in tiny little baby steps, we're talking like, you know, you just do a certain thing a day, a little bit more aware, a little bit more movement forward. It doesn't have to be that you're leaping. You know, people are afraid. They, they are afraid that if they even commit to moving forward, that people expect that tomorrow they're going to win a Nobel Peace Prize. And it's like, we are going to be so proud of you. Just even if you go for a walk for 30 minutes and just listen to the birds for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That is so true. And I think we all get guilty of that. Like we all kind of get in this place, like a hundred percent moving forward means I'm going to climb Mount Everest. No, right. Moving forward means you're going to take a shower. (laughs) Yeah. And like, get ready for the day and like go outside and be presentable. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Especially like as in COVID, like how much is that even a struggle now? You know, it's like, sure. and then the mental aspect of that, it it plays a toll and, and your environment plays such a big toll. It totally does. And I love, you know, this is kind of one of those myths that I love to bust because people you hear, oh, it just takes time. Oh, give it time. Oh, I don't love that because if you allow time to do it, like to have its way with you, the grief is just going to like cement into your body and get stored in your muscles and and in your heart and in your soul. It's just going to like be like all this icky stuff in there. If you allow time to just have its way with you, right? Time allows for distance. And if you use that time in a way where you're being conscious and processing and 
stepping forward and up leveling. Yes, time provides distance. But if we just rely on time, like it's some sort of like magic solvent, it actually does the opposite and makes the whole sort of process of, of moving forward and moving beyond that much harder. Yeah, I think about like, you know, if like in nature, you know, if you think about whenever you watch like those nature shows where they watch something that is still for like a long period of time, just get like overgrown and starts to break down even metal, like if it's not moved, right? Because it's stationary and it's not in movement and it's not, it doesn't have a direction. It's not being cared for. And just like you said, those feelings start to almost crystallize and calcify. Like, let's not even say crystallize because that's almost like making it sound glorified because it's calcifying inside of your body. And it's just like making you turn into like that, you know, picture in my mind of nature kind of taking back over something and like breaking it back down. And it's like, it's too early. Like you gave up too soon. You're still supposed to be moving. You're not the old truck in the yard that's getting rusty, you know, like the movie cars. Exactly. Yeah. He was great. Mater. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I loved him. But still like, you know, you can still be a Porsche, you know, you just gotta, you gotta put the work in and, and it's just step by step. So I really love that. And I think that for women, that's such an amazing message because it's, we have a lot that on us, you know, we're dealing with a lot, especially in divorce, you know, women already take on a lot more parenting roles than men. And then now with business and all of that too, it's just a lot mentally for women. And then to go through a divorce, it feels so personal. It is personal, but yeah. like the world's out to get you personal. And so how do you help women get through that? You know, I would say the there's a whole process, right? And I always say like, I wish there was a magic wand and I could just wave and tell you like, do this and you'll be fine, right? But there is a process to it. But I would honestly say that the pivotal thing about the work that I do, the way that I coach, the perspective that I live in is helping women to stand in this perspective of self as source. Because once we get out of that victimized place, And really learn how to stand in this perspective of, okay, if I am the source of my experiences, my relationships, everything that I see in my life, if I am the source of that, I can start to look at myself and say, okay, how have I shown up in my life that I have not only created this, but that I have like literally written in characters in my life to play this role? Because once you're in that perspective, guess what? You get to reauthor your story however you want to, right? You get to see, oh, I get it. Like, I was so afraid of being alone that I never shared how I felt or what I wanted or what I needed. And I avoided conflict so much that I ended up full of resentment and feeling completely unseen and unheard. Oh, I get it. Now I can start to shift that. What do I need to do to learn how to like know my feelings, know my needs, have the courage to communicate them in a generative way, right? Those are skills we can all learn. And then when you start doing that, guess what? You're creating totally different life, totally different relationships and enrolling people as really freaking awesome characters in your life, right? Like they're playing a completely different role. So that I would say is like the key ingredient And then everything kind of stems off of there. That is such a beautiful perspective, though. I mean, like, and how do you, that's hard. So for people to have that perspective, 
Oh my goodness. I mean, it took me personally, my own work that I put in. So I'm divorced. You know, I spent that year doing that exactly what you're talking about. Understanding that I actually had the power to manifest anything I wanted out of this world, anything at all, and that it could be mine. And my manifestation was to cure the culture of divorce in America and fix what is incredibly broken and corrupt in this country. And so in order to be able to get there, it takes a lot of steps. It takes, you know, being able to get that message out far and wide across an entire country that's rather large. And I got to tell you, though, the COVID thing, I really feel like is helping it because I think people are getting a great perspective. I mean, what a perspective. Think about how the world was just chugging along, functioning. Everybody kind of thought it would just always go on that way. I've always been of the perspective that even Rome failed and we're not even as old as Rome was when it failed. And people just kind of forget that, you know, America is my heart and soul and I want it to be here forever. And I want us to not take for granted what we have. And now this, this gives us that exact perspective. And I appreciate that silver lining a lot. And I think that it helps our clients. Don't you think it helps a perspective for our clients? Absolutely. I mean, I think that, you know, there's so so much going on. COVID was kind of like the starting point of everything that's been happening. But, you know, I see it too as this awakening of gratitude and appreciation and settling back into what's important and really seeing how am I affecting the world, right? How am I showing up? How am I contributing? How am I actually taking, right? If we can all start asking these questions, it's so much bigger. And that's the thing with, you know, just kind of tying it into divorce. The divorce is just a piece, right? And how you do one thing is how you do everything. So take a moment to look, how am I doing divorce, right? Because how you're doing that is how you're doing life. And if, oh, yes. Right? And, and your children are watching that. Exactly. Your children are watching who you are right now, who you're showing up as. Exactly. Exactly. And so if you can, you know, figure, you know, do the work with the, around the divorce and change that perspective and shift and do all the work, guess what? You're going to start doing life different. And then to the kids, oh my God. And I say this to women all the time, you need to find a why. And if yourself isn't a big enough why, then you've got to think about your kids and make them your why. Because whatever you don't heal, you're basically saying, oh, I didn't, I didn't heal that. So here, now you're stuck with it. You deal with it, right? A hundred and ten percent. What you heal, you heal for generations to come. And now they're showing you heal for generations that have passed. So it's like, that's the why. And for women, right? For women in general, right? Like the more we heal, the more we empower each other. And so that's the why, like find that why. So I think also, so, so many things, my brain's just like, yes, 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 yes. So many things I want to hit on. So a big thing here is we need to take this entitlement thing that I was talking about with just being entitled to being happy. No, you should be happy, but you got to find that inside. You're not entitled to the world to give you happiness. And we should be looking around our community and saying, okay, this and this and this is broken. What am I doing to fix it? I think COVID really interjected back in community. Like you're not at this alone, no matter how much you think that your world just revolves around you. It doesn't. You are very affected by everybody else on this planet and you have an effect on everybody else on this planet. If you walk into the grocery store with the most bitter attitude, you're going to have affected three people in a most negative way by the time you leave. And if you go in, if you're in the worst mental space, 
and you take the deepest breath. I have physically done this, like in tears, just taking the deepest breath and been like, I am going to walk into this grocery store and I am going to be the most pleasant person on the planet. I am going to make people have a great day because I'm so upset. I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to at least feel like I did that. (laughs) Absolutely. And what that does for your soul and heart is that it breaks off that ice, gives you that perspective again, and helps you to go forward. And do you know what that does for your child that's sitting in the back seat that watches you do that? I know. I know. I know. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too. It's like, and it goes back to like, we really do have the powers inside of us for everything, right? Exactly what you're saying. You know, you're in a bad mood. What you need probably is to laugh or to f- someone to just smile at you or somebody to kind of make, you know, have good energy around you and make you feel better. And so a lot of times we get stuck in that and we wait for that to happen. We wait for somebody else to come meet those needs. And and what you just described was, I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to put out into the world what I need, a smile, some laughter, some good energy, because that's going to be bounced right back off of them and onto me. Right. And it's like, That is such a powerful example of what is possible when we stand in self as source and realize that we can meet our own needs and create what it is that we desire to create. We are so powerful. It is our, it's inside of us and we have to claim that power. You can create your own environment, just like you said. And I mean, when you do that, those people are so pumped. Oh, like for they're sure. so pumped because you're being like happy and most people are not happy in America. They're just not. I they're know. moving on to the next thing and in, in their own little world. And also that generational hand down. Okay. We should be generational chain breakers. We shouldn't just be accepting that our problems are just going to continue to bleed on and all families are broken and we should just accept that. That is just so tiring to hear. You know, it's like, I'm tired by listening to you say that. Absolutely. Like, you know, and it's just like, I'm going to do something that's going to uplift me because I'm just getting more and more tired listening to you. And it's just, you can change that. You can invite your own surrounding. You can better yourself. You can be a model of how to handle conflict. Even if you go in your bathroom and scream and go crazy outside of everybody else's appearance, if you're poised, understanding, leveling up in front of your kids, When they go through conflict that they're going to have in life, they're going to be like, oh, and they're going to model just like they did when you fed them and you opened your mouth and they opened their mouth. It's the same thing, you know? And I think people think we or even kids get to a point where we stop doing that. We're humans. Like that is what we do. We mimic and model. That's how we've evolved. That is evolution. (laughs) Exactly. And there is, yeah, I mean, it's like you have, it's, it's a choice and that's really what it all comes down to. Like what choices are you making? And cause look, challenges keep coming, right? And you don't, there's no destination. You don't end up somewhere and you're like, Oh, I did it. I am done. Like I made, right. Like, no, like you continue. And I, I, I have a belief that the more you kind of put out there that you are open to expansion and evolving and up leveling the more you're brushing up on those limiting beliefs and challenges and all that, because you're constantly expanding and growing. Yes. And it's like, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a ever long dance with life, I think. And so if you can embrace that and model that and constantly show your kids, 
yeah, life's not always easy, but I make this choice every step of the way to take the high road, to be the best human I can be, to make mistakes, but then own them, right? Like, yes, we're not perfect. We all make mistakes. All of us do. And then if you do that and the people around you start owning their mistakes, leveling up, being good communicators because you're doing it, your life gets more and more simple. You have less conflict because these people are doing the things that you're doing because you're modeling it and because you're creating an energy around it. It's just like, you know, if you run a business with your children, do you want to continue to spend countless hours going through temper tantrum after temper tantrum because they don't understand how to handle conflict? Or do you want to model that so that then they can apply it so that then you're back to your life? I mean, that's if you just want to apply it in the most selfish way just yeah. to move forward. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Just to give yourself some reason that you're doing it if you're not in a place where you want to be rainbows and unicorns, you know, and you want to be like, no, this sucks. And, okay, fine. Think of it that way, but it's still going to get you to the same place. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. So true. Ugh. Controlling that environment around you. I think you said that, and that's just such an important piece. It's just such a big piece. And people think that they don't have that control. And I, I bet that's a big piece of what you teach your clients. Yeah. And, and, you know, and the word control, I think is triggering for a lot of people. So I think it's like the way I kind of think about it is what am I, I'm very protective of my space, right? So what energy am I allowing in? What energy am I giving out? What am I available for? I am not available for conflict and toxicity and manipulation and lying. I'm not available for that, right? And I like to think of it as like, I'm vibing up here, right? And so as long as I'm vibing up here, I'm available for peace and freedom and calm and love and understanding and communication, right? So what are you making yourself available for? Because it's not about them. They will do what they want to do. What are you choosing to be available to them for? And if you're not available, then your environment changes because the people who are only available for that conflict and toxicity aren't going to be in your space anymore. I adore that. That's such a great way to describe it. And I love how you said that control is a word that triggers people. I think that it does. I've never had another way to describe it, but that's definitely an evolved way to describe that. That's so great. That's such a good perspective. And I think that people can kind of understand that more. It's like you're staying at the hotel room and either you've got the sign on your door or you don't, you know? Right, right. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Which way is your sign pointing? And choose, and it's your choice. It's nobody else's. It's your choice. I love that. Okay. So Jennifer, where can we find you? What do you have coming up? The listeners, I want to make sure that they're able to find more of this because I just hope that we can just continue to spread this all over the world. Yes, yes, yes. So I am, my website is genjoycoaching.com. So it's J-E-N-N joycoaching.com. I'm also on Instagram, same handle. You know, I have so many things available in support of women. On Facebook, I have a private Facebook community, and that is called Break Up to Breakthrough. And so they can find there and join. And there's this amazing group of inspiring, powerful, wonderful women who are going through the process and holding each other in the light. I have a couple of free resources on my website that people can access. If you go there, you'll see them. There's a roadmap to love. There's a free mini course as well. And on August 24th, 
Yes, August 24th, I will be launching my membership site for women who are going through a current or past divorce or breakup. And I'm super excited about this because this is like years in the making. And it is like my way to make coaching and community and support and mentorship and everything available to all women who are going through this time in their life. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to bring everyone together. So beautiful and a way to level up and a way to make a step and a way to just take a tiny baby step forward is to buy materials or listen to podcasts like this that are going to change your mindset. Listen to us, encourage you. I want you to know that Jennifer and I believe in you, whoever you are, wherever you are in whatever vehicle you're in or house you're in, in whatever part of this country or this world. Both Jennifer and I believe in you. We believe that you have absolutely everything inside of you to be able to achieve everything that you ever dreamed of whenever you were a baby or a child or yesterday, and you can do it. 100%, we know that you can. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> Woo, all the chills. All the chills. Yes. Thanks, Jennifer, so much for coming on to Divorce Healthy. I truly feel that you really vibrate that healthy process and perspective of conflict. And I think that that's such an important piece. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was wonderful. Thank you so much. Yay! If you guys want to find Jennifer, you have her contact information and join us back on Divorce Healthy so we can continue to provide you with more tools so that you can move forward in a better way. We're here for you and we'll be back later. Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Divorce Healthy, your guide to mastering conflict resolution at home and in the workplace. To inquire about speaking engagements, purchase your copy of Ashley Nicole's book, The Cure for Divorce Culture, or to schedule your private orientation meeting, head to www.anrlaw.com. You can also find us on social media at ANR Law. Find a better way forward right here on Divorce Healthy.